time. Five-time champion. The only guard to play with one team for 20 years. You know, I don't quit. I'm mean, I keep pushing and pushing and pushing and see if I can figure this damn thing out. That's who I am. And I'll try my best and I'll keep on, keep on going there. My brain, it cannot process failure. It will not process failure. I love what I do. And it's as simple as that. I get so much enjoyment from it. Once I made that commitment and said I wanted to be one of the greatest ever, then the game became everything for me. I knew that I was not going to be stopped. So at the age of 18, this was my life. So you can't possibly become better than me because you're not spending the time on it that I do. Even if you want to spend the time on it, you can't. Because you have other things, you have other responsibilities that are taking you away from it. So I already won. It's a lifestyle. It's a full-time commitment. When you make a choice and say, come hella hot water, I'm going to be this. Then you should not be surprised when you are that. When we say, this cannot be accomplished, this cannot be done, then we are shortchanging ourselves. When you try hard enough, dare enough, trust yourself enough, you will always go further. I think everybody's born with creativity, but I believe it's the trust in yourself and the trust in your emotions to, to talk to yourself, so to speak, or to become your own psychologist, to let your emotions out on a piece of paper. To not be afraid of anything. Not be afraid of what people think. Not be afraid of what people may say. Just be yourself. And welcome to another edition of Two Steps Ahead Podcast. Two Steps Ahead Podcast, highlighting the stuff that's been stepped in so you don't have to. I'm Son Edom, and welcome to our first official episode of the 2021 New Year. Happy New Year. Hope you guys had a great uh, holiday and a great celebration with your loved ones. We are on the uh, one-year anniversary of Kobe Bryant and his daughter and several others losing their life in a helicopter crash in Calabasas. And and as we start the show, I thought that as we start the new year, we would look at some of the things that we can do to help us have a better year than what maybe we had in 2020. Now, I don't know about you, but being here in Los Angeles under the lockdown orders during the holidays, Rose Parade was canceled in Pasadena. Things like that that we normally would celebrate the new year with weren't available. Maybe you attended an underground party somewhere and celebrated. But the traditional New Year celebration, even in New York City as the ball was dropping, wasn't the same. And we didn't have that definitive action that buried 2020 in the past and opened up 2021 and all that it has to offer. And so as we move into the new year, can't believe that it's almost February now, but we look at things that are going to make us a better person in the year 2021. And on this year anniversary of Kobe, one of the things that came to mind is greatness. How do you describe greatness? What is greatness? Can you achieve greatness? Who achieves greatness? Does it have to be a an athlete like Kobe or can it be somebody that runs a household? Could it be somebody that runs a business? Could it be teachers, firemen, policemen, first responders, you know, all those people that we called essential during the pandemic of 2020. And so as we uh, start the show, that's the thing that we're going to be talking about is, is greatness. And um, I'm excited about the year. I'm excited about the new things that the show has to offer. One of the new things is this. We are live on RadioWarp.com, live every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Pacific time and around the world on RadioWarp.com. And so that's one of the unique features that we're going to do is uh, have a live show. You can also listen to the show on demand on your favorite spot. We still have YouTube and IGTV where we will be posting videos. We also have all your major platform 
uh, podcast platforms such as SoundCloud. We can actually download it and take it with you. You can go to Spotify, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the places where you find podcasts and still listen to the show on demand there. And then also... Um, you can also download apps for your phone, iOS and Android. Just go to your app store, search Radio Warp app, Radio Warp, W-A-R-P app, and you can take uh, us with you on the road, and you can also listen to Radio Warp throughout the day. Great music. Got Friday night, uh, uh, 80s night, Saturday dance night, and plus our podcast, Two Steps Ahead, um, played throughout the week, 11 a.m. and 8 p.m. Pacific time on Monday and Wednesday as well. Another thing that's going to be fun, I think, that we're going to try to do is take phone calls, get you involved in the show. And so I've got a number here that we're going to give out in a little bit and maybe get you to call in. So maybe write this number down. I'll give you the number now, but don't call in because uh, I want to set the table before we talk to you. The number is 626-676-8972. 626-676-8972 is the number to call for the show. The other thing that uh, you might notice, especially if you're going to watch this on uh, YouTube or IGTV or as the show goes on, um, I will be doing the show solo as we move into 2021. Terry Hoekshira, who was my partner, has a lot of exciting things going on in her life. And so we thank her for her contributions to Two Steps Ahead throughout uh, the start. I think we had 62 or 63 episodes that we did together. So we thank her for all her contributions and we wished her, uh, wish her the best. But on this uh, one-year anniversary of uh, Kobe Bryant's passing, we talk about greatness. What is greatness? And the first thing I wanted to do was to give a definition of what greatness is. So that way we all have an idea of at least an understanding of what greatness is. I'm sure greatness is a lot of things to a lot of people. It might be a parent. It might be a mentor. It might be a teacher, maybe a coach, maybe a ball player, maybe a musician. Um, and so it could be anything. It could be an achievement, not a person, but maybe an achievement. You know, you think about uh, in history, a lot of great things took place in uh, in history but according to the uh deck uh the the uh, webster's dictionary greatness is the quality or state of being great and if that's not helpful what is the definition of great outstanding superior skills a skill for person remarkable in magnitude degree or effectiveness so basically you're talking about somebody who has superior skills, maybe they are remarkable in what they do and how they do that. And Kobe was definitely one of those people that was able to achieve greatness. He was one of those guys that was able to uh, achieve a lot of things based on his hard work, on his dedication, on his efforts. And there's something that uh, I'd like to play. It's talking about the, there's several things he had. The first thing was always his mamba, his mamba mentality. But then he also had a speech that he gave. And I'm going to play about uh, two and a half minutes of his speech. I think it's really good. And I want to set the tone with the show, with his comments, because I also want to bring in some other people. I like to use sports as an analogy a lot of times because you can learn a lot of things through sports. You can learn teamwork. You can learn how to handle success. You can learn how to handle failure. You know, practice getting better. You can learn all kinds of different things on how to overcome adversity. You know, what do you do? How do you, you know, psychologically handle things? You're an underdog. You're a champion. How do you go into something if you're a highly favored person to win or if you're the underdog and you're favored to lose? How do you handle those things? And so I want to set the table here with uh, uh, a comment here from Kobe, and then you can uh, take a listen, and then we'll uh, talk about it here when he gets done. There are a lot of things in life we want. And one of the things that's uh, interesting about this is, and a lot of the clips that we're going to be playing tonight, is that you have a mentality that people will bring to the table. And it's your mentality that basically sets you apart from everybody else. Once upon a time, there was a young basketball player who had dreams of becoming one of the greatest basketball players of all time. My name is Kobe Bryant. I'm 17 years old. I have the hunger, the motivation, and the desire to 
be the best possible basketball player that I could be. He worked day and night, every day, for years and years and years and years and years. As time went on, 20 years had passed, and he felt that he had accomplished all that he set out to accomplish. But what he come to realize is that the goal that he set out initially of becoming the greatest of all time was a very fickle one. And what he realized that the most important thing in life is how your career moves and touches those around you how it carries forward to the next generation. We didn't realize that's what makes true greatness. Well, the story would be about transformation of a kid looking inwardly to then growing up and understanding the importance and the power of looking outwardly. It's a great feeling to know that you set a goal for yourself and you were able to reach that goal and to knock it down. If I had the power to turn back time, I would never use it. I think about it. Because then every moment that you go through means absolutely nothing, but you can always go back and do it again. So it loses its flavor, it loses its, its beauty. When things are final, you know, moments won't ever come again. To be able to have the power to go back and re-experience those things is, it's silly to me. When you take that jersey off for the final time, how do you think you're going to feel? Very at peace with it, and um, I'm very thankful you know, for, the, for the 20 years that I've had. And um, you know, ready to go. One of the things that I found interesting in that, and we're going to get to it a little bit in in depth a little bit later, but was the fact that he was talking about growing up and maturing from looking inward to helping people outward. And that's a mark of a leader, and that's a mark of greatness, like he said. So Kobe Bryant, when he signed his first contract, he was 17 years old. In fact, he wasn't even old enough to sign his contract because you have to be 18. And so his parents had to go co-sign it, which I thought was interesting. He was an 18-time All-Star, 2008 MVP, five-time NBA champion. Obviously, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. He played 20 years with the Lakers. He was the 13th overall pick by the Charlotte Hornets and then traded to the Lakers. And so um, the other interesting thing was the Charlotte Hornets did not even have Kobe on their radar, but they were told by the Lakers to pick him, to draft him, and then the, the trade was made with Vladdy Debach. And the other mark of a champion is how you go out, I think. He talked about it. After 20 years, you put the jersey down, he was going to be at peace with it. In the last game that he played, he put up 60 points, and he went out with a statement of, for him marking a career that we would all agree was a career that included greatness. And so when you look at greatness and you look at some of the things that include or entail greatness, the first thing you got to think of is leadership. Greatness equals leadership. Adding to someone else's life through leadership because leadership is also service. And so when you're adding to someone else's life, you're investing in others, that's a good leader. You lead by example. I know a lot of times we see people that will lead with the montage of do as I say, not as I do. And we'll see people that will tell us to do one thing and then they do another thing. And it gets frustrating and people wonder why they do that. And then they say, why are we obeying and doing it? If they can get away with it, why can't we? And so in order to have that greatness quality in you, you need to be a leader, first of all, and demonstrate leadership. But then you also need to get service, like he said. Kobe said in that statement, he said, you know, you look from the inside as a young kid, and as you mature, you start to realize that's about who you give to, the people you invest in. Another mark of a greatness quality is that of the results that you get. You know, results that you get equal the amount of effort and work that you put in. So your results come from the hard work. You're combining your passion and your perseverance 
You have the fur, the uh, courage to follow your gut and your instinct. You want to get to where you want to be. And that's the thing that all great people will have in common. They will kind of have these greatness qualities. They will be leaders. Maybe they're leaders of a team. Maybe they're leaders of a company. Maybe they're leaders in a classroom. Maybe they're leaders of a club. They will be of service. What the product that they put out there will be something that they want to be good, not mediocre. Sometimes it's the finer things in life. I remember one time talking with Kevin Costner, interviewing him when he was uh, um, just happened to be at a restaurant, and we were doing a show from that restaurant and invited him to have a conversation with us, and he was so gracious to do so. And he was talking about just the simple things that make a movie or a scene that much better. And one of those things that he mentioned was just how somebody would enter the room. If a character was to enter the room, the way they enter the room would set the scene for that or set the stage for that scene. And it would make a big difference into how the shot was made and then how the movie would come out. And so the little things, a lot of people would think that the way you walk into the room really wouldn't matter. And you kind of overlook some of those small things, the small details, attention to details. But that's what the service part of greatness is, is having a product that is so good, being able to get to the point where you can score 60 points after 20 years in the NBA, your body's starting to break down and you still put up 60 points and you go off into the sunset riding that high. Another uh, quality of greatness is, uh, or a characteristic of greatness is quality. How good are we doing? Good quality is never an accident. If we do good work, that makes us proud, makes us proud in ourselves, makes us proud in our team, in our company, in our classroom, in our family, in our relationships, and it gives us peace of mind. Because when we put out that product, when we, when we have the quality in us to do greatness, to do great things, and we all have it in us, then it gives us that proud moment. You know, if you're a, if you're a parent and maybe you had a graduation, maybe your, your kid graduates from high school or maybe college, it's a proud moment. Or maybe if there's a, a wedding in the family, that's a proud moment. The father walking the bride down the aisle to pass off to the groom. That's a proud moment. You know, maybe you get a promotion at work because you put in all that hard work and you know your family's depending upon you. That's a proud moment. That's the quality that you put into you to make you great. The other thing, too, is reliability. Are you there for people? Are you able to have the self-discipline and have some level of predictability? You know, you oftentimes watch these shows on TV or maybe movies, and people are partners together, and they know that if they do something, someone is there to watch their back. Someone is there to rescue them in the nick of time. They reach out and they grab that person right before tragedy hits and they pull them in because they know they were there. They had that level of predictability where their partner knew they would be there to save them right at that time. And they had the self-discipline to realize that that person was going to be there. And so they're going to rely on that. Maybe you have that. Maybe you have that in a partnership with someone. Maybe you have that in a relationship. Maybe you have that in your work. You know, the mail, uh, the post office was always based on we're going to deliver the mail through rain, snow, sleet, and hail. And oftentimes, you think about it, the mail is delivered at roughly the same time. Maybe it's in the morning, maybe it's in the afternoon, but there is a certain sense of reliability when it comes to even the post office. Not saying the post office is necessarily right now the model of greatness, but it does give you some sort of idea of what it takes for people to depend on you. And then one of the final things, as I was looking through these greatness qualities, you've got the leadership, you've got the service where you're adding to someone else's life, you're investing in others. You've got the results that come from that hard work. You're combining your passion with your perseverance, and you're getting the courage to follow your gut and your instincts so that you can get the results that you want. The quality that you're doing, you're putting out there that good quality, that stuff that's making you proud, giving you that peace of mind, knowing that what you're doing is the right thing. You're reliable. People can depend on you. The product, the service that you give. That's one of the things that I try to do with this podcast is give you something that's reliable, something that is a level of predictability, and that is maybe you get something from it. Maybe there's something that you learned that you might not have learned before. Maybe there's something that you just need to be reinforced. Or maybe, yeah, you've heard it a hundred times, but you know what? It's okay to hear it again because 
We can't hear it enough. The other thing is efficiency, and that is allowing others in, you know, building the team. Any people that you talk to, any person that you talk to that is someone who is a successful person, especially in athletics, they will realize that they had a team around them. They had someone to get them the ball. They had someone to set them up for the shot. They had someone to help them out. You know, a pitcher gets credit for a perfect game. That means nobody from the other team got on base. 27 batters up, 27 batters down. On a good day, maybe Clayton Kershaw strikes out 12 people. But you know what? He needed 15 other outs from teammates to make the plays in order for him to realize that perfect game. So it requires teamwork. It requires a team around you to make things flow. Also, our use of time, the efficiency of our time. Are we wasting our time and just doing things that aren't going to make us great? Or are we investing our time, investing our communication, giving clear messages that are going to make the product that we put out there, to make us, when we're out there, the greatness that we seek? And you don't need to be a leader to have greatness. That's the mistake that people make. People think that you need to be a leader to be great. No, you can be a follower. A follower can equal greatness. If you're doing the things like these qualities, for example, you're being reliable, you're being efficient, you're having the self-discipline, you're being able to go out there and, and provide that service, invest in other people. You know, oftentimes you look at a successful team and that successful team has a head coach and then maybe they have some assistant coaches and they become successful as a team. And then another team needs a coach and so they will pick one of the assistant coaches from that successful team and make them the head coach. And so because you're in a secondary role and you're doing these things, you're making yourself great, giving you an opportunity to then when your time comes to shine, you can do it. One of the things that I like to tell people is that if you have the ability to maybe audition for your dream job, whatever that might be, are you ready? Have you gotten yourself in a position so that when that time comes, you are prepared to nail it and get that job that you want. And that's what we got to do. And that's what this is all about, the mentality. Here's another uh, soundbite I like to play. It's, again, Kobe talking about his Mamba mentality. What is Mamba mentality? Well, this is what he had to say about that. The Mamba mentality simply means trying to be the best version of yourself. That's what the mentality means. It means... Every day, you know, you're trying to become better. If, if your job is to try to be the best basketball player you can be, mm-hmm. right? To do that, you have to practice, you have to train, right? You want to train as much as you can, as often as you can. So if you get up at 10 in the morning, train at 11, right? 12, say 12, train at 12, train for two hours, 12 to 2. Um, you have to let your body recover. So you eat, recover, whatever. You get back out, you train, start training again at 6, Train from 6 to 8, right? And now you go home, you shower, you eat dinner, you go to bed, you wake up, you do it again, right? Those are two sessions, right? Now imagine you wake up at 3, you train at 4. You go 4 to 6, come home, breakfast, relax, so-so, blah, blah, blah. Now you're back at it again, 9 to 11, right? You relax, and now all of a sudden you're back at it again, 2 to 4. And now you're back at it again, you know, 7 to 9. Look how much more training I have done by simply starting at 4, Right? And so now you do that, and as the years go on, the separation that you have with your competitors and your peers just grows larger and larger and larger and larger and larger. And by year five or six, doesn't matter how, what kind of work they do in the summer, they're never going to catch up. The mama. And that's the point right there that he's talking about, that mentality. We might not all have the luxury to go out there and work out six, seven times a day, but do we take the most of the opportunity that we're given? When we're in our place of business, are we trying to be, become the best leader possible? Are we trying to become the best, whatever it is we do, from making sandwiches, taking pride in the work that we do? From, because you never know, that sandwich or that lunch could be the difference between somebody else having a great day or a bad day. How often do you get disappointed? There's times where I'll order from a DoorDash or Grubhub or whatever it is, and I'm looking forward to my order to get here. I'm hungry, or maybe I got a treat. And then it doesn't show up in the order. You're disappointed, naturally. You were looking forward to that. Man, that was going to taste good. But it didn't come. So there's a little bit of disappointment, which is fine. 
But imagine as a person who's making the sandwich for somebody at lunchtime. It's a busy day. They've got a busy meeting four hours ahead of them. It's going to be a make it or break it meeting with some investors. They're starving. They got that hangry thing going and the Snickers bar isn't going to help. And you're the one that made them the sandwich that filled them up, that put them in a good mood, that made them land that gig or that contract or made that arrangement, that deal. And then it becomes this thing that goes over and over and over again. It's like the snowball rolling downhill, picking up more more snow, more snow. And pretty soon you've got this big snowball rolling downhill. Success will breed success. So Kobe there's talking about his mentality. It's that work ethic, that mindset. But here's Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis is talking. He is the uh, he was a linebacker for in the NFL. Uh, Baltimore Ravens won a Super Bowl. But here's what he is talking about when it comes to mentality. And see if you notice anything that is similar to kind of what Kobe is talking about when you talk about Mamba mentality and that work ethic and that drive to be the best you possible. And that's the key. It's not being the best person out there greater than anybody else. That's not the focus. The focus is being the best you possible the best person that you can be possible in your surroundings. And that's all it takes to be someone that's great. But here's Ray Lewis and what his thoughts are on what it means to be great. A lion is the king of the jungle. How can he be the king of the jungle? If he's not the biggest, the elephant is probably one of the biggest. He can't be the fastest because that's a cheater. He can't be the smartest. So he's not the biggest, the fastest, or the smartest. So how does a lion become the king of the jungle? His mentality. That's the only difference of a lion and an elephant. When a lion walks up and sees an elephant, he thinks lunch. An elephant thinks run. <laughs> and it's all mentality. Because when a male lion walks up, He may be outnumbered by a pack of hyenas, but I'm king of my jungle because of my mentality. Are you king of your jungle? I like that idea, that thought. Here's a lion. The lion is the king of the jungle, but why? Why is that? Like you said, an elephant is much bigger. There's bigger animals than the lion. You got a pack of hyenas coming after you. Do you have the mentality to fight them off, be king of your jungle? Or are you going to be devoured by those pack of naysayers that come your way and tell you that you can't do it? You don't have the ability to do it. You don't have it in you to do it. You should just settle for something else. Or are you going to be the person that sits there and says, you know what, I'm going to rise above this. I'm going to chase my dream. I'm going to be that great person I know that I have inside me. It might not be worldwide. It might not be something that gets on YouTube. It might not be a Kobe Bryant or a Ray Lewis. But you know what? The people in your circle, the people in your life, the people in your world, they can see greatness in you. And that's inspiring. Just saying hello to somebody. Los Angeles, we have a huge homeless problem and we shy away from it. And sometimes rightfully we should because you know what? It could be dangerous. But sometimes just a hello Sometimes just a smile in someone's life. Sometimes just a kind word could be the thing that makes that other person's day. And they will remember you. And that's that greatness, that service that you're putting into others, investing in someone others, in someone else's life. That's all it takes, the little things. And so are you the king of your jungle? Do you have that attitude, that mentality that you're going to be the best that you can be? And that's what Kobe was talking about in Mamba mentality. It's a mindset. And here, Ray Lewis, he's talking about a mindset, a champion mindset. He can't go out on the field. None of these athletes can go out in the field and be defeated before they take the field or before they take the court. If you're defeated before you get out there, it's over. Might as well stay home, not even try. But if you have a mentality that you're going to go out there and you're going to succeed, And we have to face the reality. If you were with us last week, we talked to some people that said failure. Mark Cuban said failure is going to happen. Other people will expect failure. Make failure something that's an advantage to you. And so it's not always going to be greatness is success. 
but it's how you overcome those successes or those uh, how you overcome those obstacles that you turn into successes. Draymond Green is a guy who's in the NBA, another NBA player, and he uh, is with the Golden State Warriors, won a couple championships. But after the game one time, someone asked him about being the best ever. And here's what he said. As a competitor, uh, if you're trying to do something meaningful, if you don't have the mindset that you're the best ever, you failed already. So if you don't have the mindset that you are the best reporter ever, then you already failed. And that's been my mindset since I can remember. That will be my mindset as long as I can remember anything that I am the best ever at what I do. And every day that I step on the basketball floor, I will strive to be that. But my mindset will always be as such as I am the best to do what I do. And that will give me a shot at being the best. But before you can ever reach anything, you have to believe it. You don't just mistakenly become great at something. You probably at one point, at one time or another, believe that you can be great at that. And then you work to get great at that, and you reach that greatness. But you don't mistakenly become great. And then you start to believe, oh, man, I'm great at that. No, you, you believe that before, and you work to get that. So I always believe that, and I'll work every day to reach that. Are you working every day to reach your best you, your greatness? Again, the mindset, the mentality the attitude, that's an underlying theme here that makes someone great. Sure, if you can make the game-winning shot, if you can do something that's remarkable, an action, that might help elevate you to greatness, but it doesn't have to be. It's doing the little things. It's walking out that door every day knowing that you're going to be the best you, and you're going to strive to be the best you, and you're going to have that mindset and that mentality and that attitude to know that whatever you do, whatever you set forth in doing, it's going to be your best. Might not always happen. There'll be times where you're in a bad mood. You don't get your coffee. Maybe you had an argument before you left the uh, went out the door, but that's okay because then there's the next day. You come back, that practice that Kobe was talking about earlier. You practice what you do. Practice doesn't have to be just an athletic practice. You can practice patience. You have a coworker that annoys you. Practice patience. You have someone that is bothering you. Practice patience. Maybe you need to speak up because there's a promotion coming and you're shy and quiet. So maybe you're going to practice speaking up. Maybe you're going to practice being more patient on the freeway. And so you're going to take steps so you don't become irate, start flipping people off. Whatever it is, you can practice that. Maybe you have a skill, but you want to improve that skill. Maybe you have a hobby, and you want to improve that hobby. It takes practice. If you play an instrument, you can't just sit down, pick up an instrument, and play. And if you have the ability to do that, that's great, but are you going to just stop right there? Or are you going to continue to practice so that you get better? You think of all the people out there. Tiger Woods, for example, he was the top golfer, hands down, worldwide for a very long time. At the pinnacle of his success, he walked out to the practice green and he changed his putting. If you don't know what putting is in golf, it's the short game. He changed it. And people asked him, why did you change it? You're the greatest golfer. Probably ever. Definitely at that time. Why did you change your putt? And your putting style, because he wanted to get better. Always striving, having that lion mentality, that king of the jungle mentality, that mindset, that attitude, that you're striving towards excellence. Complacency can be a problem, people. We have to get over those complacent ideas and continue to strive. Continue to get better. Reevaluate the things that we do. You know, Tom Brady here recently has made news. He's going to his 10th Super Bowl. Tom Brady's a guy that has enjoyed great success in the NFL. If you follow the NFL, and there's a lot of Tom Brady fans out there that really can't tell you much about football except Tom Brady's playing, and that's fine. A lot of people argue 
and I think he's pretty much made the the claim that he is the greatest of all time with the acronym of GOAT. So when you hear GOAT, which is kind of interesting because there's the escape GOAT, and then there's the greatest of all time GOAT. But he was drafted 199th. 198 football players were drafted before Tom Brady. It was the sixth round of the 2000 draft. So what happened? He spent 20 years in New England. Only won 17 division titles. Nine conference championships. Now 10 with the Buccaneers. But with New England, it was nine. And he went 6-3 and three in the Super Bowl. Won six Super Bowl championships. A bonus one because of Pete Carroll and his play calling. But here's a guy that was drafted 199th, sixth round. That's like almost last. How's a guy like that going to become great? Well, he did. And so I'm going to play something about Tom Brady that he said. It's a, it's a piece that I edited down. But if you listen, it's, it's about three minutes. But if you listen closely, you will hear what made Tom Brady a success. And as you listen, do you hear anything that's similar to what Kobe, Ray Lewis, Draymond Green have said? So here's Tom Brady, again, but arguably, or maybe not arguably, the greatest football player of all time. One day you'll look back on your life and appreciate the struggle and have nothing but gratitude for everything that happened along the way. And you come to recognize that in return, you're given the chance to earn the greatest edge of all and one that can never be taken away. To anyone who's struggling early in the morning or late at night in pursuit of your dream, struggles that many will never see, and to any leaders out there who believe in someone who doesn't yet believe in themselves, keep going. Keep going. Because will always finds a way. I want to live a great, impactful, purposeful life, and I want to impact people from the lessons that I've learned and see if people can learn anything and try to relate it in their life some way. I've been fortunate to learn the right things, and I, what I believe to be the right things, what worked for me. So I, I wrote them down, because people ask me all the time, hey, I want to do it. How do I do it? What should I do? And I said, okay, well, let me think about it, and you know, let me articulate it in a way that you know, people can understand. I wasn't blessed with a lot of things that they wrote about, you know, they want someone tall, they want someone fast, they want someone strong, they want someone that can, you know, have all these physical traits, but I didn't have all those physical traits at the time. So I had to work to develop other traits, you know, leadership, perseverance, determination, work ethic, discipline, and then you get to be a professional athlete and everyone's really talented. Well, what other skills have you developed? You know, you can't just rely anymore on being the most gifted, being the most talented. What other things have you been able to develop? And I was fortunate to be in very competitive environments. I'm not gonna bring the typical, you know, what you're looking for, but if you give me time to develop, I can develop into something that could, you know, be a great leader of a team and be very disciplined and set the tone and, you know, great work ethic. And those are things that I enjoyed then and I still enjoy those things now. I just had in my mind like, oh, cool, I went to school and I want to play pro football and I'm going to get picked and of course I'm going to play. You crazy? You know, why would you not think that I'm going to be able to do that? And everyone else was like, you should really think about another job or you should put together a resume. And, and I was like, why would I put together a resume? I'm going to go play professional football. I want to be the best I can be. I know when I go out there, it's not to compare myself to this guy or that guy. It's Everyone's good. Everyone plays good. I still feel like there's still more to be accomplished i was practicing the last two days like you know working on my technique on my fundamentals on my all the things with my training that i still feel like i can be better be a percentage better if you happen to be very lucky when you're 10 years old you'll have people in your life who tell you the world is anything you want it to be and you'll believe them and those people will never put limits on your abilities. In return, no matter the circumstances, you always try best and you never give up because that's what you do when you're chasing your dream. If you're lucky, you'll have family, teammates, coaches, mentors, and trainers along the way to help you when you lose faith in yourself. And they'll give you the strength to carry on. If you're lucky, you may get picked last. You may ride the bench and many times the team may move on without you. And you come to recognize that in return, you're given the chance to earn the greatest edge of all and one that can never be taken away. 
will part. So to anyone who feels left out or is afraid of trying their best for fear of failure, you're not alone. The magic you're looking for is in the will of trying and not giving up. The love of your dream is in your heart. One day you'll look back on your life and appreciate the struggle and have nothing but gratitude for everything that happened along the way. To anyone who's struggling early in the morning or late at night in pursuit of your dream, struggles that many will never see, and to any leaders out there who believe in someone who doesn't yet believe in themselves, keep going. Keep going. Because will always finds a way. If you want to hear the entire speech, it's only about five minutes and 42. I condensed it a little bit. Just go to YouTube and search Tom Brady, the most viral speech of 2019, and you can listen to it. But did you hear even in there percentage better? He's looking at the finite. He wants to be a percentage better. Appreciate the struggle. Keep going. Will always finds a way. Learn from those who are successful. Adapt to get better. He had the skills to be a football player, but did he have skills to be a leader? Did he have the skills that would set him apart from others and define his leadership? Because as a quarterback, you have to be the leader of the team. So he set out to establish those things and to get those tangibles that would make him even a better player beyond his skills of playing the game. You're always growing, learning to adapt, overcoming the naysayers. And again, be your best self. You know, we have a theme going here where it's mentality, it's mindset, it's investing in others or kind of taking it away from you and putting it into somebody else. But it's yet about being your best self in doing that. And that's what all these people are talking about. You're always improving yourself. The one thing that I found was interesting was developing a support group, which goes back to building a team around you. He said, if you're lucky enough, you'll have parents or you have family to be there. It's that support group that we need to find. A lot of people will tell you that if you're struggling in life, you need a support group. If you have, uh, you're going to AA, a support group, you have to build that support group around you. Keep the faith, have no limits. Don't limit yourself on what you think you can do because will always finds a way. The will of trying, the dream is in the heart. So if you have a dream in your heart and you have the will to try to achieve that, you combine will and heart together, then you've got something pretty amazing going on there. And that's what it is. That's what it comes down to. If you want some tips on how to maybe achieve greatness, the first thing you should do is create a vision of what you want. You know, Kobe got his vision. He talked to some other great athletes, and then he set his mind to achieve that vision. How do I know that? Because he said it right here. At the time, I deal with what I've referred to as Goat Mountain. I went to Goat Mountain, and I talked to Magic, Michael, Bird, Kim Olajuwon, Jerry West, Oscar Robinson, Bill Russell. You know, so I would talk to them. What did you do? What were your experiences? Michael in particular, he's become my big brother. He's been my big brother since I first came in the league. And what was that process like? So I went to them and started understanding the ins and outs of the game and you know, how they approach things and their level of detail and obsessiveness. And, um, and that's what I did. So he went out to learn from the best. Those are some pretty, pretty goatish names that he listed. And then he found out what made those people successful. He observed, he talked to find out what those people thought greatness was. And then he adapted what he heard, what he heard and that style and what everybody else did. And he made it his own. He had it so that it would best fit his life. And he created this vision and he went out and got it. We've talked about it in the past, turning adversity into an advantage. There was a story about the Beatles. Everybody knows the Beatles, the music group, not the bug. In 1960, they went to Hamburg, had an opportunity to perform in Hamburg. 
I've read and heard a couple different versions of the story, but it's the underlining story, the theme is true. So the Beatles were offered an opportunity to play in some clubs, one club in particular in Hamburg, Germany, and they were made to play, some versions said, eight hours a day for seven days a week. Others said maybe six hours during the week and maybe eight on the weekend or four and a half during the week and six to eight on the weekends. But basically they were made to play a very long time, especially at the time when, what, a set is maybe 90 minutes? Nowadays we go to a concert, maybe two hours. But the Beatles in 1960 were playing hours upon hours upon hours in a club and clubs around Hamburg, Germany. Now they could have complained and they could have bailed on it, I guess, and left. But they thought of it as hours and hours of practice. And then two years later, I Want to Hold Your Hand hits the U.S. airwaves. They hit the Ed Sullivan show. And they become the huge hit, and it starts the British invasion of the 1960s. But they could have said, this sucks, I'm out of here, I'm not going to do this. But they turned adversity into an advantage. And there's somebody else who also has a great clip that I want to play. And if you take your partisan ears off and listen to actually what he says, it's pretty remarkable. Overcoming those obstacles, what's going to drive you? Because you know what? It's easy when you're on the pinnacle of greatness to look back and say, this is what I did to get here. I've achieved it. But as you're getting there, what are the things going to keep you from being great, being the best you in your world and your circle? If I give you one message to hold in your hearts today, it's this. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider, because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference. The more that a broken system tells you that you're wrong, the more certain you should be that you must keep pushing ahead. You must keep pushing forward. The impossible becomes motivation. Obstacles become motivation. What motivates you? Do you easily give up or do you persevere? Are you going to push ahead and move forward and overcome those obstacles? Are you going to turn your adversity into an advantage? So you've got creative vision of what you want, turning adversity into an advantage. Tip three would be to cultivate a championship mindset. We've heard endless clips tonight about people talking about that championship mindset. Are you the king of your jungle? Are you going to devour that pack of hyenas that come after you, or are you going to be the one that gets devoured? Have that championship mindset. Practice positive habits. Did you hear Tom Brady? Again, you can go back to uh, YouTube and just type in Tom Brady, the most viral speech of 2019, and it'll pop up. But he talked about changing his diet. The little things, positive habits of changing his diet so that his body would function maximally. Kobe Bryant did that. Nolan Ryan did that. And Nolan Ryan was a pitcher, Major League Baseball, for a number of years. Starting pitcher. Probably one of the greatest pitchers to pitch. He did that. Work ethic. Putting the time in. Making positive changes and practicing those habits. Eating healthy. Working out. Trying to be the better you. Maybe you're trying to practice positive habits by maybe not saying negative negative things to your coworkers. Maybe not being so sarcastic. Maybe not trying to sit there and do things that are negative, but maybe going to turn around to a positive instead of being sarcastic. Maybe you're going to sit there and be like, you know what? I'm going to say this person, you know, good job on that. You're doing good. I like the way I, the, the, your work ethic. I like what I see in you. That was a great presentation that you put together. You know, the way you taught that class, the way you took that test. Whatever it is, maybe you change and become a positive influence and practice those positive habits. you got to build that winning team. Another tip, the biggest accomplishments are never achieved by a single person. A single person might get credit, but the team around him or her is helping them get to that point where they become that great person. you got to build a winning team around you. And hopefully it's a a like-minded people, people that see your vision, people that want to put in the good work, put in the ethics so you get the, or the, uh, the service so that you get the good quality, so you get the good product, that good efficiency. And then maybe ethics comes with it. And then finally, you want to be able to live a lifetime of service, giving back, serving others. It gives you fulfillment. 
Fulfillment can equal happiness. And so those are some of the things that you can do to be great. You can sit there and you can develop your own plan. Maybe you want to search what works best for you and then go after it. So you sit there and you're thinking to yourself, what needs to change for me to be great? It might require risk. You might have to take a chance. Abba sings that, take a chance on me. You're one failure away from success. If you fail and stop, the next time you did it could have been your success. But you stopped and you never got your success. You have to walk your path. You have to live your dream. You can't compare yourself to others. You don't know what others are going through. You don't know what they're like. You want to be the best you. You want to take your passion, make it happen, let yourself be great. You need to find that one thing and make it yours. We talk about comparing ourselves to others. I was scrolling through, I believe, TikTok, and I found just kind of a random video of somebody talking about comparing ourselves to others. I don't know who he is because I didn't credit in the video who he was, but I thought it was pretty pretty poignant the point that he was trying to make. Well, the first thing I think you need to understand is that these people that you're comparing yourself to, you don't really know very well. What that means is that you see their shiny outside, but you don't see the reality of their life. You know, maybe you're in California, see someone speeding down the road in a, in a convertible Porsche, and you think, oh man, what a lucky bastard. The truth of the matter is that he's thinking about wrapping his expensive sports car around the next cement pillar that he comes close to. You know, you, you can't tell, and people have hard lives, and, and even people who are comparatively fortunate have hard lives. The ideal that you're observing that makes you jealous and resentful is in large part an illusion that's created by your own mind. And so do you compare yourselves to others? You don't know what they're going through. You don't know what their life is like. Maybe you do have it better than them, but we look at other people. We want to keep up. Remember when we kept up with the Joneses? I say that and people are like, what? No, because we keep up with the Kardashians now. But why do we do that? Do we think they have it so much better? Maybe according to Hollywood standards. But does it fit you? How many movies have you seen where I think Weatherman is one with Nicolas Cage where he wishes for a better life? I think uh, Jim Belushi has one where he wants to be with another woman than the life that he had, you know, and so they, they change the movie and they have like a flashback or a flash forward or whatever the case may be. And then they realize, you know what? The life that they thought they wanted with the person that they thought they wanted to be with wasn't their best life. It wasn't going to work out. A lot of problems. And the life that they had actually turned out to be their best life. Now we don't have that luxury, of course, to do that, but in our circumstances, We can sit there and we can do the things that it takes to make us the best of who we are. There's only one life to live. What are we going to do with it? Is it going to be filled with jealous and resentment? It's just an illusion of what these other people have. Life is hard for everybody. We don't need to compare ourselves. We can take our life and make it the best, and we have it in us. Greatness is in everyone. Greatness is in you. You can be the great you. You have it in you. You just need to be able to have the will and the heart to do it. If you have the heart without the will, it's not going to happen. If you have the will without the heart, it's not going to happen. You have to combine the will and the heart, the passion to make it happen. Last week, we talked about passion a lot. Steve Jobs, passion for what you do. Mark Cuban, passion for what you do. That's all we hear about is that one thing that makes you passionate about what you do. So as you move forward and you think, how can I be great? What can I do to achieve this greatness? Maybe some of the things that can help you is starting with leadership. Being that leader that people are looking up to or people looking for a leader, maybe you be that one. The service, adding to someone else's life and investing in others, putting others first. Going after the results, the best results possible, the best you possible. 
changing those things so that it gets better. You get better. You put in that hard work. You combine your passion and perseverance. You have the courage to follow your gut and and your instinct and to get the results that you want. You put out a good product. Maybe the good product is you. People look forward to coming to work because you're there. People look forward to the weekend because they're going to hang out with you. People look forward to talking to you on the phone because of you. Maybe it's the work that you do, the product that you put out there, the performance, you're a musician, you're an entertainer, you're putting out a best product because people come to expect that. How many times do you go to a concert and you hear the same song every concert that you go to? Sure, there might be some new material done, but then they go back to the favorites, right? Because that's what people expect. They want to hear the favorites. So these bands, these artists, they have the self-discipline to recognize that they need to have a level of predictability and play those songs and have the efficiency, allowing others in, building a team, making wise use of time, communication, having clear message, having the self-discipline to be reliable, which builds trust, And that turns into quality and confidence. And again, if you're looking for greatness, create a vision of what you want it to be. You can take adversity and turn it into an advantage. Overcome those obstacles. Don't let them get in your way. Cultivate a championship mindset. Be the lion in your jungle. Don't let the pack of hyenas come after you. Have that mamba mentality where you're going to get out there and you're going to attack it. Be the king of your jungle. Practice those positive habits. Build a winning team. And live a lifetime of service investing in others. And that's one way that you can become great in your world. Don't compare yourselves to others. Be the great you in your world. Go after it. Make it happen. Make it fit your life. Because after all, That's the only thing that you can do is live you. You can't compare yourself to others. You can't compare yourself to other situations and other lives because you only have you and it's one life to live. One last thing I'll play as we kind of wrap up here. It was uh, a video from uh, Muhammad Ali and it was on greatness. And this is what it said. You have greatness within you. You have the ability to do more than you can ever begin to imagine. See, I believe that anybody through observation and practice can perform at the level of excellence. But when you're pursuing your greatness, this is worth writing down, you don't know what your limits are and you act like you don't have any. So I say to you, you have something special. You have greatness within you. You have greatness within you. I like that. More than you know. You might not believe it, but it's in you. It takes observation and practice, and you combine those two things, you get the excellence. Are you going to be the goat in your world? Are you going to be the on the Mount Rushmore of your world? No limits. Chase that greatness. Go after it. Achieve it. Be that successful person that then others will come to and ask you, hey, how did you achieve your greatness? And then you can share with them and be a part of their greatness. And then as we move forward, we're starting to invest in other people. They're starting to invest in other people. And then we have a huge impact and we're pushing people to greatness. It's easy to be negative. It's easy to go down that rabbit hole and want to be divisive and tear down and be jealous and misery loves company. Avoid that. Avoid those naysayers. Avoid those obstacles. Overcome them and be the great you that you have inside you. Take your passion. Make it happen. Let yourself be great. Thanks for joining us on this episode. Truly appreciate it. Again, you can find us on YouTube. You can find us on IGTV for the video. Instagram for the show is Two Steps Ahead Podcast, T-W-O, Two Steps Ahead Podcast. If you type that in on Instagram, we pop up. There's also a link in the bio for all kinds of things like um, going to YouTube or going to Pandora, Spotify, SoundCloud, places that you can hear the show. 
My personal Instagram is Edemrocks, E-I-D-E-M-R-O-C-K-S. Again, you can find me there. And you got uh, a link in the bio for some things there as well. Don't forget, every Tuesday night, 10 o'clock Pacific time, right here, RadioWarp.com, we're live. I know we didn't get to calls this week, but maybe next week we can get to some calls. So tell a friend and join us. You can also listen to uh, the rebroadcast of the program on RadioWarp.com at uh, 11 a.m. and 8 p.m. Pacific time on Mondays and Wednesdays. And then also on all the uh, major podcast platforms email the show two steps at podcast at gmail.com hey thanks for listening do tell a friend take your passion make it happen let yourself be great and we will see you next time here on two steps ahead podcast